Join us, join us, join us, join us to pray, join us to pray. There's a special move of the spirit this morning. The prophetic is on, the prophetic is on. Activate yourself, activate yourself. I see somebody come under the influence of the prophetic. Come on, join us in the communion. Join us in fellowship. Let me hear 
I see a special move of the spirit this morning. Pray and share, share, and invite and commune in the spirit. Concentrate this morning.
Somebody coming under the influence of the prophetic. Somebody, your eyes are open. I see your ears opening. I see you being sensitive to the spirit right now. Come on, join us. Open your mouth. Pray. Open your spirit. Then just pray as you pray. Open your spirit. There's a move of the Holy Ghost.
Oh Jesus, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I see the move of the spirit this morning. So I don't know. I feel the I feel the prophetic anointing so strong this morning. It's, it's so strong, it's so strong, it's so strong. I see somebody coming into that power. I see somebody. Stay, 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 stay in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. Stay connected. Something is going to happen to somebody right now. If you, have, if you have not shared the link yet, I want you to do it right now and invite somebody to come and be blessed. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? If you can hear me, shout the prophetic. If you can hear me, shout the prophetic. If you can hear me shout the prophetic. If you can hear me shout the prophetic. Oh Jesus. In Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the release of grace, for the release of empowerment. As we fellowship, usher us into the realm where we can have smooth communication with you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. If you can hear me, shout glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Okay, we thank God for another session. Uh, it's a very wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. It's a very wonderful time in the, in the presence of the Lord. This session is a very short session that we don't want to waste time. Hallelujah. I want you to get ready for action. I want you to get ready for the move of God. God is moving this morning or this evening or this afternoon or this night, wherever you find yourself. And I want you to pay attention and stay focused. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I am paying attention. Somebody say, I am paying attention. Now, thank you, Jesus. 
word of for empowerment part four word for empowerment part four <laughs> word for empowerment part four now today's topic is the place of the prophetic part two the place of the prophetic part two now in our previous session on the word for empowerment we we understood that fellowship it's the whole idea about spiritual empowerment is on fellowship and we got to understand that man is deficient man is an obvious deficient entity man is an obvious deficient entity and because of that man need to be empowered man need to be empowered and we got to understand that that empowerment isn't physical empowerment it's not soulish empowerment but it is spiritual empowerment and we got to know that man in the in 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 the quest for man to fulfill the mandate of dominion and and a man need to be empowered spiritually man need to rely on divine power divine help there should be something spiritual there should be something divine that will empower or that will enable this deficient man to fulfill the mandate of dominion and we go to understand that dominion is domain union is having control or having influence on a particular domain through union and that union is fellowship and we go to understand that in the quest for god to fulfill the mandate of dominion he need to have fellowship and throughout and out of that fellowship called love and we said that love is agape and in any agape there must be an agapetos so it means that there must be a recipient of god's love in order for that love to be perfected so because of that there must be creation so that god can have fellowship and that the fellowship of god will be fulfilled and we got to understand that creation was made and that was where man came in so man was the recipient of god's love man was the entity to make the fellowship in the godhead perfected so man came out of fellowship that means that which motivated the creation of man was fellowship that was what which motivated the making of man was fellowship however man also who was this reason for fellowship was also deficient that means the sufficiency of man need to be fellowship that is why we got to understand that man must still continue to be in fellowship in order to continue and and persevere in his quest to have dominion and we said that man was created out of fellowship for fellowship onto fellowship that means the whole idea about the journey of man is anchored around fellowship hallelujah i hope we are we are on point and we got to understand that this fellowship in the fellowship there is perfect supervision and there's perfect submission because in every fellowship one must be receiving and one must be given and you cannot have a perfect reception unless you are submission and you cannot have a perfect giving unless there's a supervision so in every perfect empowerment there is perfect supervision and perfect submission and we and we got to know that we, we we took the examples of the godhead where the father the son the spirit had perfect fellowship through perfect submission and perfect supervision 
and we go to understand that in perfect submission and perfect supervision there is perfect communication because in order to supervise effectively there should be communication and in order to be submissive perfectly you must be able to hear and the hearing and the talking and in the influence of supervision and submission redeem the fellowship is what we call the prophetic so in our previous session on the on the word for empowerment that means the place of the prophetic the first part we got to understand that perfect supervision and perfect submission is something that is very very important because that is what is going to open the door onto the prophetic now the prophetic as we spoke about in the previous session is just talking about the spirit the move of the spirit and we all from the beginning to the end we go to understand that the spirit of god is the spirit of fellowship the spirit of god is the spirit of spirit. that's why anytime we mention the spirit of god we use the conjunction verb and uh, the conjunction with the spirit of god doesn't do things for people now the spirit of god doesn't do things for people it is jesus who does things for people the spirit of god always do things for with people the spirit of god does things with people so it means that the word wait the word wait the word wait implies fellowship implies a conjunction implies two people coming together so it means that anything you want the spirit of god to do he has to do with you and you that means you cannot receive anything from god without fellowship now you must also understand that we are in the dispensation of the spirit we are not in the time of jesus we are in the time of the spirit now whatever thing that jesus came to do we order to have access to the thing jesus christ has done for us we need to have influence or assess the spirit that means in in this time or in this dispensation or in this last age in our in our in our attempt to wait or in our hope for the coming of jesus we must have consistent fellowship because there's nothing we can do or receive from god without fellowship why because we are in the season of the spirit somebody say i am in the season of the spirit now the holy ghost is not in heaven it's something i keep on saying the holy ghost is not in heaven the holy ghost is literally on earth just the time that there was a time jesus christ was physically on earth the holy ghost is also physically on earth now the whole we are in the period of the spirit we are in the period of the spirit jesus christ when he was going in john chapter 40 he said i will not leave you an orphan but i will send the spirit i will release the spirit i will ask of the father to send you the spirit who will come and testify of me that means that when jesus christ ascended the holy ghost came down now from the day of pentecost the spirit of god has not gone to heaven so i spoke the last time that that this concept or this idea that the holy ghost is coming from heaven to come upon people it's not a reality in the spirit why because the holy ghost is not in heaven the holy ghost is not in heaven so this um holy ghost can come from heaven is not it is not a reality in the spirit because the holy ghost is not in heaven the holy ghost is on earth just as jesus christ literally lived on earth the holy ghost is also living on earth now we must understand this is this our foundational truth you have to understand if you don't get it it affects everything you do 
so some of you when you are praying you are you are expecting something to come from heaven some of you when you are praying you are expecting the answer will come some of you when you are praying you are expecting the heaven to open let me tell you when we say open heavens it means the spirit of god moving out of a man that's open heaven because in the whole concept on the whole idea there's nothing coming from heaven to do anything again everything has come on earth that's the holy spirit now when you receive when you accept christ the bible said that the spirit of god comes into you so the spirit of god is on your inside so anytime the spirit of god is moving the spirit of god is moving from your inside that's why jesus christ said that that come unto me all you who are thirsty and i'll give you i'll quench your test and and i'll and just as the scripture which is as it is written out of your bellies he didn't say out of heaven he said out of your belly so the the now 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 as we are speaking from the time of pentecost the the origin the place for the coming of the spirit is the belly of the believer not heaven not heaven not heaven why because the holy ghost is literally on earth now if you don't understand this system you're going to have a problem you're going to have a problem some of you you see that your answers are so that's why you don't receive now this is the reason why God is the closest person on earth to you. Your friend lies beside you. Your husband is not inside you. Let me tell you. That's why we, we sing this song. It's a song that, that came from the wombs of the spirit. It's a song that came from the womb of the spirit. That most people will sing it but we don't understand. The reason why Jesus God is, is even closer than anyone is because God lives on your inside. So your, your wife is not the closest person. Your husband is not the closest person. Your friend is not the closest person. No one is so close than God. Why? Because God is the most closest person because he lives on your inside. So the Holy Ghost is not in heaven. The Holy Ghost is on earth. And that earth is you. He's on your inside. So if you are looking for the spirit, so the Bible said that for out of your belly, belly shall gush out in streams of living waters. This he spoke of the spirit which was yet to become. So that time that Jesus Christ was speaking, he said that this he spoke of the spirit which is yet to come because Jesus Christ had not been glorified. So after the glorification of Jesus, the spirit of God was released. He said this he spoke. John 7 verse 35. So verse 36 spoke about the fact that the Spirit of God will come from our belly. So now, so now, 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 anyone looking for the Holy Ghost must contact the believer because the believer is a source or is a platform or is a fountain, is the origin for the move of the Spirit. The believer is the fountain of the Spirit. The believer is where we get contact with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is not in heaven. Somebody say the Holy Ghost is not in heaven. The Holy Ghost is not in heaven from the day of pentecost let's go to acts chapter 2 acts chapter 2 acts chapter 2 jesus let's go to let's go to john first when jesus christ spoke of he said for he shall be with you forever he shall abide with you he said i was he sent for the spirit of truth who shall abide with you so the spirit of god when he comes he doesn't go back the spirit of god will not go back he's the purpose of the spirit of god with you is to abide somebody say abide am i am i teaching am i teaching am i teaching at all am i teaching so somebody say abide 
Somebody say abide. So the spirit of God came to abide. The word abide in the Greek means abode. It's out of the word abide is a, the verb form for abode. Abode is home. Abode is a dwelling place. Abode is a residential area. Abode is a place of living. That means the spirit of God has come home. Let me tell you, God does not have any home. Heaven is where God stays, and the man is where God lives. God stays in heaven and lives in a man. Heaven is where God stays. But the man is where God lives. God lives in a man but stays in heaven. Why? Because all this while God is searching for a home. And that home is man. That home is man. John 14 verse 16. He said, I will pray the father and he shall give you the comforter that he may abide somebody say abide somebody say abide so he may abide with you forever so he is home with you forever the word abide is the word abode to abide to come home so the spirit of god is home forever with you so the spirit of god is home somebody said the spirit of god is home so please when you are praying when you are when you are expecting something from god when you are receiving the spirit don't don't lift up your eyes to the heavens nothing is coming from heaven <laughs> the spirit of god is not coming from heaven the spirit of god is coming from the bellies of believers the spirit of god is home so the home of the spirit right now is the belly of the believer is the heart of the believer somebody say hallelujah hallelujah am i speaking am i teaching please follow me carefully if you don't get this one i'm telling you you will miss it so the spirit of god is home so he he came to abide he didn't come to stay he came to live he has found his home with man god has been homeless when jesus christ came he said that for for the for the best has the place to lay for the best has somewhere to sleep and the foxes had holes to lay in but the son of god has no place to lay his head so when jesus christ came he wasn't getting any place to sleep so the question comes like so at night where does jesus christ lay luke 9 verse 58 and jesus said unto them foxes have hosts and the bears of the air have nests but the son of man had nowhere to lay his head somebody say hey somebody say hey so are we saying that when jesus christ came he didn't get any place to stay he didn't get any place to live he said i don't have any place to lay my head my head doesn't have any place to sleep what does it mean it jesus christ was speaking because the nest, the nest is where the bears reside. After they have room and room and room, that's where they come back. The holes are the place of residence for foxes. So you may see foxes running around, moving around and all that. When they, they get to a time that they go to the holes to rest. Because their home is a rest. Their home is a hole. I hope you are in church. The nest is where the bears will go and reside. After they have done all their things they come home so it's like those of you that you have been rearing those of you that you are uh, you have been rearing um the the hen and chicken and all that realize that when you open the gate for them they will go and room 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 but it gets to a point that they come back to the pen the pen is where they lay their head now the son of man is saying that when he came he was just moving around he wasn't getting any place to lay his head 
that means that if you saw jesus christ sleeping in a temple place he that is where he sleeps but that is not where he lived even even his house the, the the house of mary and Ma and joseph wasn't the place that jesus christ was living jesus christ was staying there but he wasn't living there he has no place to lay his head why why did jesus christ say this he said it because he was waiting for the time that he will come into man he will come into the heart of man because man has ever been the place of god man has ever been the home of god god they have a place to stay but i don't have a place to stay god has been homeless all this while and when jesus christ even came he said me too i'm homeless i don't have any place to stay i don't have any place to lay my head but on the day of Pentecost, something happened god saw that hey my house is ready so i come to come home the bible said that with the mighty russian wind he entered and filled everyone that was there he came to reside he came to reside suddenly there was a sudden sound from heaven so from so from on the day of pentecost the sound came from where the sound came from where talk to me talk to me it came from where the sound came from heaven so on the day of pentecost the holy ghost came from heaven as of a mighty russian wind and filled the house where they were all sitting the next verse so on the day of pentecost the holy ghost was coming from heaven <laughs> so the holy ghost came from heaven and what happened? Verse 3. And there appeared unto them clothing tongue like as of a father. And it sat. Somebody say sat. It, did, it sat upon each of them. The word sat in the Greek means to abide. It, it sat. It didn't come to stand. <laughs> it came to start. He said, oh my God. At, at, at a very long time, I've gotten a place to home. I have found my home. He came to sit. The God have been roaming over the earth, doing business. Have been roaming all over, doing business. Even when Jesus Christ said, he said, me, I don't have any place to stay. I've been roaming, 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 roaming. But on the day of Pentecost, he said, I have come to sit. I have come to abide. I have come to stay forever. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. So, the Holy Ghost has come to sit. He has come home. So, the Holy Spirit lives in us. God lives in man but stays in heaven. So, 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 so you have to this you have to understand this then. You have to understand. So the Holy Ghost is literally living on earth. He's not in heaven. And that literally, he's living literally on earth. And he's living literally in a believer. So that's why he said the closest person to a believer is God. It's God. It's God. It's God. Kadabadabasha. And why did God do this? Because so that there can be perfect fellowship. There can be perfect communion. Because one of the issues about communion, that is why it doesn't matter your distance. God is still with you. So God, God doesn't live in the chapel. God doesn't live in the auditorium. <laughs> Please, God doesn't live in the auditorium. God lives in a man. God lives in a believer. See, so, <laughs> oh my god 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 so this whole idea about god is not god doesn't live in the chapel he doesn't live in the auditorium god lives in man <laughs> that is where his head is lying he lays his head in man 
oh jesus he lays he has now for the first time in the in the history of eternity for the first time in the history of god god has found a home in himself and that home is man 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 and that is why this is the reason why we have perfect fellowship because he lives in us so we can commune every time that is why i said that there is no limitation on fellowship why because you can't say that i'm cooking so i can't fellowship you can't say i'm having sex so i can't fellowship you can't say i'm i'm, I'm washing so i can't have fellowship you can't say i'm 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 i'm, I'm I'm teaching, so I can't have fellowship. You can't say that you can't say that you didn't come for service, so I'm not having fellowship. No, it's anywhere the body is, the spirit is. Now, the Bible said that first Corinthians, the Bible said that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you check the scripture, anywhere you see the spirit, you see the body. Anywhere you see the spirit, you see the body of a man. Anywhere you see the spirit, you see the body. Why? Because where this the body is, the spirit is. So so it means that all what you need is your body. First Corinthians chapter six verse nineteen. What, what ye know ye not that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So the body is the residence address of the Holy Spirit. So assuming the Holy Ghost is walking in town and the police catch him, he say, "Hey, what's your residential address?" You say, "Philip." What's your residential address? He said, "Douglas." Hey, where's your residential address, lah? Oh, gifty. Hey, I will slap you, Bia. Where is your residential address? Where are you living? Take us to your house. The Holy Ghost will lead them to you because you are his home. You are where he lives. You are his residential place. You are his residential address. The believer is the residential address of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost comes home. That's where he is. So no matter where you are, there can be continual fellowship. Why does God do this? Now let me explain. The reason why this is happening is because don't forget that anytime you break fellowship, you break empowerment. Anytime you break empowerment, you lose dominion. So for God to be able to have continuous fellowship, He must have He must create a system where it will be easier for man to be to be able to have continuous fellowship with Him, so that man insufficiency will be taken away. So that man deficiency will be taken away. So irrespective of where you find yourself and what you are doing, and even no matter the environment, you have fellowship with God. Why? Because you are the residential place. God lives in you. God lives in you. Somebody say, God lives in me. God has come to make his abode with man. Jesus Christ said that, that when you believe in me, I and my father will come and have our abode in you. So God has his abode. In you, you are the house of God. You are the dwelling place of God. In fact, let me tell you, without you, God is homeless. God is homeless. God was homeless roaming about until he found a man. Until he believed a man. So the day you accepted Christ, there was jubilation in heaven. Do you know why angels jubilate when they accept Christ? It's because God, they have found a home for God. They have found a home. They have found a home. <laughs> they say, oh God, you have suffered though. 
hey, you have suffered. So they begin to dance. You see the angels, they, they'll be treating Soloku. Then you see Michael go, God has found a homo. God has found a homo. Hey, we are tired. We have set and set for the first time. God has found a home. That home is you. John chapter 14, verse 23. The Bible said, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and will come and unto him and make our abode with him. So the father comes with Jesus to make his abode. He the home of the father now is in you. God is now in you. Now, the reason why God has to come in you is for continual fellowship so that. There will not be any excuse. So if, the, assuming the, the residency address for God is the temple, it means the only time you have fellowship with God is when you go to church. It's when you go to service. It's when you go to the auditorium. That means that as soon as you close, you have broken fellowship. And as soon as you break fellowship, you are not empowered. And as soon as you, broke, you, you are not empowered, you are insufficient. And as soon as you become insufficient, you cannot have dominion. And that is where the devil can have influence over your life. And this is the uh, this is the reason why this is some this is a knowledge most people don't know. There are a lot of people that who think that as soon as they close from church, they are done with God. What they don't know is that God is still with them. 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 It's a, it's, it's a revelation the devil has successfully taken from the mindset of people. So the only time we feel that God is with us is when we are in the chapel. But I came to tell somebody that God is with you. God is with you. God is in you. That when we say God is with you, it means God is with you. The reason why God will always be with you is because he is in you. And this in you he is, is his home. So he will not go back. God has found his home with man. He will not go. He has no home. If God leaves you, he will die. <laughs> If God leaves you, he will suffer. The torment and the torture of God is he outside man. God begins to be tortured. God feels torment when he's outside a man. He will do anything to come home. That's what some of you, God, some of you, before you accepted Christ, God, you use a lot of circumstances. Some of you have to die and resurrect. Some of you have to, something must, bad must happen to you. God will do anything to come home because that is where he has peace. That is where he can lay his head. You are where God lay his head. You are where God lays his head. So, it is because of this that there is a need and this is on all this thing that this is what we call the prophetic. Because when God lives in a man, that is what we call the prophetic. The prophetic is the move of the spirit. The prophet. So, when when the spirit of god comes in man man begin to move and that moving is the prophetic that moving is as prophetic now let's see something mark chapter 9 verse 23 mark 9 verse 23 i've not started the teaching yet i'm just giving the background i'm now about to teach can i teach this is my area <laughs> this is my area as a prophet this is what I'm. This is what I'm. This is what I do. This is what I do. Somebody say this is what he does. <laughs> this is my area. I will teach. I will teach you. I will teach you the. Pro you will finish. You will say hey. So you see, that is why every person is a prophetic. Every believer is a prophet. Every believer has the prophetic. Why? Because the, every believer has the Holy Ghost. 
The Holy Ghost is the prophetic. When we say the prophetic, we are telling the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, I'm prophetic. <laughs> it's, it's because you don't know. You don't know. That's why. That is why you run after prophet every day. With day to day, will chop your money. They will buff you. Do everything to you. You don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. Because the, you know that the day you close church, that's the day that you close, you have closed. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is always with you. Mark 9, verse 23. Let's let's be quick. Let's be quick. Please be praying along. Eh? Otherwise, if you don't take it before you realize you are forgotten. Tell the, the, this thing that don't leave my head. Let this sink into your heart. Pray in the spirit. I know it is heavy for somebody. Pray in the spirit. In the, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Can I, is it clear? Is my voice clear? Is my voice clear? Mark 9 verse 23 jesus said unto him if thou canest believe all things are possible to him that believe it so anything you believe is possible now in the scripture it said all things somebody say all things the all things is is predicated on the believing so the all you believe the all you receive that's it it's not like all things like all things so the all things is the one you you believe. So all the things you believe, those are the things you receive. That's it. Why? Because the quality of your faith determines what you receive from God. The quality of your faith determines what you receive from God. So it is. It means that you must keep on believing. So the level of your believing determines what you receive. There are some of you that there are certain things you 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 cannot believe it. That is why you cannot receive it. Yeah, there are some some of the things like it is very hard to receive because it is hard to believe it. it all the Bible said, if I believe all things are mine, you are lying. The all is because of the belief. So all the things you believe are all the things you receive. So the quality and the quantum and the length and height and the breadth and and, and 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 the dimensions of your belief determines the dimension of your reception so the only thing you believe is what you receive in a spirit so what do you believe do you believe at the age of 54 you can give birth if you can believe then you can receive it that's it if you believe that at the age of 90 you can have triplet if you receive it because the quality of your believing is the quality of your receiving what you don't believe you don't receive and we know that so the quality of your faith now faith now we say faith faith is believing now believing is receiving when you read the scripture said that, that which you believe you shall receive the one we read john about the the reverse of living what they said that when you believe you shall receive so Anytime there is a believing, there is a receiving. So anything you don't believe, you don't receive. You see, anything you don't believe, you don't receive. And it is, and it is, for you not to believe something is also an insult to God. Okay, when you say it is not possible or it is 
this one cannot be it cannot be it's an insult to god anytime you say it cannot it means you have insulted god because don't forget what we learned yesterday i am that i am he he is called i am that i am that means he's the ashe he's the i am that i am i am that i am means that he's not limited he's not bound there's always something he can become so for you to say that no this one it cannot it means that you have insulted god like you are saying god you are not wise you are a stupid man to say that you can you can give me you can give me twins you are a stupid man to say that you can send me from one level to another level god you are very very stupid to tell me that me as as at the stage where i am i can receive breakthrough at the stage that i am i can still get married you are very stupid to tell me that god where i've gotten to i can still become a relevant person in life it means you have insulted god it's an insult to god to say it cannot why because nothing is impossible to god everything is possible to god so if you if so it means that you must always have faith because faith is a move of the spirit faith is the anchor and the emblem of the prophetic what cannot be in your life what cannot be in your life is what you don't believe it can be and we know that faith is a product of hearing god faith is a product of hearing god faith is a product of hearing god the bible said that can we go to that scripture romans 10 is it romans 10 yeah romans 10 7 17 talking about faith is the hearing of god he faith is the hearing of god are we in school are we in church can i flow are we learning something are we learning are we learning so the first issue you have to understand is that faith, the quality of your faith determines what you receive. Okay? Now, the Bible said, for then faith cometh by hearing. Somebody say hearing. Somebody say hearing. Somebody say hearing. So the mode to receive faith in order to receive from God is hearing. So you need to hear God. It's a hearing by the word of God. Okay? I will explain this one later. Not, not right now. In the part four, I will, in the part five, I will explain that. But I want you to understand on the surface of this scripture is that faith comes by hearing God. So without faith is the product of your hearing. Faith is the product of your engagement. Faith is the product of your fellowship. Don't forget what we, we learned. Fellowship is supervision and submission. And supervision and submission implies communication. And in communication, we talk. And in communication, we hear. So when God begins to communicate, you hear and when you hear you receive faith and when you receive faith all things becomes possible because you cannot believe what you have not heard yeah that is why sometimes testimonies are very important because when you begin to testify it's it's somebody hears it that's why i have issues with people who don't like giving testimonies anyone anyone who anyone who is afraid of testimonies anyone who is shy of testimony is a faithless person the person is fake and the person will fail anyone who doesn't testify will fake is fake because testimony releases the person to an a realm of faith it's a realm of faith anyone who testifies is a faith person anyone who is afraid of testimony is a fake person it's a faith person if you don't testify it means that you believe you got it yourself and believing you got it yourself or without god is faith well you remember without god is what fakeness and it will not stand that's what some of you eh, when you receive certain testimonies or when you receive certain miracles it doesn't last 
it's like today you are healed the next day it is gone why because there's something about testimony that perfects the whole process there was a time jesus christ healed some 10 people one person came to him and he said that thank you for what you have done and jesus christ said that oh i healed 10 you are the only one who came back to testify that what you told me has occurred to me he said he said and today i have made you whole so nine people were healed but only one person was made whole wholeness and being healed is different <laughs> so the healing they can they can come back to the sickness but the wholeness it means it can never occur is somebody coming to the place of testimonies somebody say i'm a faith person so i give testimony me, I always testify. You must learn. You must testify. Always thank God. Always give a testimony. I hope you are getting me. Are we in church? So faith. Some of you are afraid of getting testimony. You are afraid. Oh, I mean, if I if what if I if I testify, the devil will come and destroy the testimony. Is even you are for you. You are faker. You, you are not faker. You are faker. You are faker. Where was the devil when God was bringing the testimony? Faker, you are even fakest. Hey, man of God. Now, if I testify, if I testify, and when I wake up and the devil has removed it, if I if you testify, let me tell you, let me tell you, you don't know, eh? You man of God, you don't understand. Oh. This is our world in Africa. The demons, they are something. Oh. Man of God, you don't know. When you are as you are testifying in church, hey, people will be hearing that your enemies are there. They will get to know that you have become pregnant. They will get to know that. So you have to wait. Too. You have to wait. Don't testify. If you testify, the, the witch will come and remove your baby. Where was the witch? Where was the witch when the baby was coming? Oh, oh. Fake people. Fake. Faker. 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 Somebody say faker. <laughs> Where was the witch? When the miracle was being formed. And, and let me tell you, what, what shows that what even shows that if even if the witch removes the baby, God cannot bring it back. Ah, didn't God see the witch when he was bringing the baby? So you see, you are a faker. You, you are not fake. Faker, faker, faker. So faith is a product of hearing God. So the more you hear God, the more you receive faith. And the more you receive faith, the more you receive from God. Don't, don't forget what I told you last time. God does not do god doesn't do he speaks and he wears does his thing so the word of god is the works of god so for you to have the works of god in your life you must keep on receiving the word of god i hope you are getting it for you to have the works of god in your life you must keep on receiving the word of god because the word of god is the works of god god does not do god will never do anything if you say god give me marriage he speaks marriage when you say god give me healing he speaks the healing he speaks a word of healing God, give me breakthrough. He speaks the word of breakthrough. That is why the prophetic is so powerful. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you. Anytime God speaks, his word is performed. So, if a man cannot hear God, it means a man cannot have faith. Since faith is a product of hearing God, any man who cannot hear God cannot have faith. So, the less you hear from God, the less your faith, the less the quality of your faith. Which means that you can never receive more. Because receiving from God is anchored around your believing in God. And what can you believe if you have not heard? 
Romans chapter 10. The Bible said, For you cannot, they cannot hear if we don't talk to them, and they cannot believe if they have not heard. So, what you cannot hear, you cannot believe it, and what you cannot believe, you cannot receive. So it means it is in, in our quest to be empowered by God, in our quest to fellowship by God, God must keep on speaking. That is why God is not a damp God. So he saw that at a point, Paul was, Paul was, the Bible was comparing God to other gods, that those idols, they are damp, they can't talk. But this God that we worship can talk. He speaks, he's a talking God. Because his words are life. Jesus Christ said that the word I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Okay, they are spirit and they are life, which means that anytime God speaks, He releases life, and that life becomes our mode of empowerment, and that life becomes our mode of fellowship. And in the fellowship, we hear and we believe and we receive and we are empowered. Romans 10, verse 14. How then shall they call on him on him whom they have not believed? So you cannot call on God who can you cannot believe. And how shall they believe of him if you have not heard? So if you you cannot hear. What you cannot hear, you cannot believe. So God must speak to you so that you can believe. And if you really believe, you are empowered to receive. And that is where dominion is perfected. So believe, hearing God is very important. No. So you must know that faith is not ambitions. Faith is not a human will. Faith is not human confidence. Faith is not something elusive. Faith is the word of God received. Faith is the word of God received. Faith is the word of God believed. So when you hear God, faith is generated. When you hear God, faith comes. And when faith comes, you can receive. So it's not faith is not like you are there and you have ambitions. Oh, I want to go to Africa. I want to go to America. I want to be president of Ghana. You are joking. You are joking. You are joking. Faith is not human promises. Faith is not trying to dream faith is not human dream faith is hearing god faith is hearing god amos chapter 3 the popular scripture the bible said that god will not do anything unless he see <laughs> for that scripture there philip take me there take me there so faith is not human ambitions faith is not human will faith is not human confidence amos chapter 3 verse 7 surely somebody say surely now, the word surely means verily, verily, truthfully, truthfully, validly, validly. In fact, aside this, there's nothing else. That's surely. 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 Somebody says surely. <laughs> it's a, it is, it is a, it's a double emphasis in the, in the Greek. So Jesus Christ said verily, verily. That means truthfully, truthfully. That means even if the first one fails, this one, the second one will not fail. <laughs> so, verily, surely. The Lord God will do nothing. Somebody say nothing. <laughs> hey, whether you are whether you are happy, whether you are not happy, whether you are fine, whether you are not fine, it is not your opinion. In fact, it is not how you think. It's not about your perception. That is God. This is and He added surely. This means this is His established pattern of working. Sure, God will not do nothing. God will do nothing. But he reveals his secret unto his servant, the prophet. So, until God reveals, he doesn't do. And the revelation of God is the word. So, when God begins, when God wants to do something, he reveals what he wants to do by speaking it. And he speaks to the servant, the prophet. Hallelujah. 
Kadabasha. Am I speaking to somebody? He he speaks to the prophet. Now, this scripture is fulfilled in First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine and ten. First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. So there are things God wants to do. There are things God wants to do, but that thing He can never do it. He won't do it. He will never do until He reveals by His word. Until He reveals by His word. So the Spirit of God. Now, First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. But as it is written. I have not seen, so you cannot see, nor ear heard, you can't hear, nor think, have the heart of man perceive, you cannot perceive the things which God has prepared for them that love him. So you cannot receive, you cannot hear, you cannot see it. There are so many things God wants to do for your life, my dear one, but he can, no one can see it, you yourself cannot see. Verse 20, verse 10. But God has revealed them, somebody say revealed, to us. Somebody said to us. Who are the us here? The believers. So every believer, <laughs> so so god will do nothing except he reveals to the prophet his servants said the prophets not prophet say prophets s prophet s prophet s and here he also use us plural what is what does it mean it means the the prophet and servant that god will reveal his secret before he do them is before he does them is the believer <laughs> by his spirit for the spirit the spirit the spirit things, even the disciplines of god what does it mean it means it means am i speaking am i speaking <laughs> god is not looking for only one prophet god is looking for prophets god is looking for people who can carry his secrets god is god looking for people who can repeat through them he can reveal his secret that is the reason why the spirit of god lives in us so as the spirit of god lives in us he reveals the, the secret of god and anytime god reveals his secret that means it is it is time for action don't forget god will not do until he reveals and he reveals by speaking and this speaking is done by the spirit so when you hear the spirit so where the spirit of god is there is liberty what does it mean it means that where the spirit of god is the word of god can flow the secret of god can be revealed and when the spirit of god is revealed through the word of god it means god is out to action the work of god can prevail so anything god has not revealed he cannot do anything god has not spoken he will not do it and and, and it is time for action. Had God said it, the mind here relax, it will happen. <laughs> and he speaks to the believer. So the prophets, you see, there is not the it's not like the prophet, prophet, like prophet in town, like prophet, prophet, like prophet, prophet. Now that prophet is the believer. Because the believer is the home, the one to receive the secret of the spirit. God reveals his deep secret to prophet his servant. In first Corinthians chapter 2, Paul said that, that those prophets, his servant, is the believer because the believers are the one who refuse and receive the revelation of the spirit. You are that prophet. In the book of the Old Testament, the Bible said that when 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 David was when Jacob was saying, he says, Do my prophet, he said, he said, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no harm. When you read the whole verse, when you read the whole chapter, he was speaking of the nation. So Israel, so Jacob is the anointed one and Israel is the prophets. So that prophet wasn't speaking about individuals. He was speaking about a nation. Ah, have you forgotten when Miriam and um, when, when 
Miriam and Moses had the issue. Psalm 105, verse 13. He said, when they went from one nation to another, from one kingdom to another, so you see that God was speaking about a nation, a kingdom, a people. He suffered no man to do them wrong. Them wrong. Somebody said them. The them is the nation. The them is the people of Israel. Yeah, he reproved kings for their sake. Somebody said they are sick. They are sick. So, God was impeaching kings. God was destroying kingdoms because of Israel. And he came to the verse 15. He said, touch not my anointed. So, the anointed one is the Israel. The anointed one is Jacob. And do my prophets no harm. And do my prophets no one. Those, the prophets David spoke about wasn't one individual who is like a prophet sitting in town. But the prophet is talking about the nation. The nation. The nation. People, people quote scriptures without explaining. They cut straight. They just, the anything they see, they just quote it and begin to talk. The nation. So God is, God is looking for a nation. So Israel is the nation. Israel is the prophets. We are not supposed to do harm. And in a contest of the church age, the church, the believers, we are the prophets that no one should do us harm. Because for our sake, he will subdue kingdoms. For our sake, he will destroy kings. For our sake. So anyone who tries to touch you, the person has touched, has touched the prophet. So when he said, do my prophet no one, he wasn't speaking to prophets like prophets like prophets. But he was speaking to the believer. So you are the prophet that we shouldn't touch. Had, it, had the devil touch you, had the devil touch you, had the devil touch you, he doesn't know what he has done. Because you are those, it's because you don't know. It's because you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. It's because you don't know. You don't know. Do my prophets no harm. Take me to the book of Exodus. When, when Moses and Miriam had the issue, he said, had not God desired that all of Israel should prophesy? All of Israel should be a prophet. So it is the desire of God that every believer, everyone who believes in him, everyone who is part of his nation will prophesy. Why? Because if you are not prophetic, you cannot have faith. If you can't hear God, you can't have faith. If you can't speak the word of God, you can't have faith. Because faith cometh by hearing. And if you don't hear, you cannot believe. And what you can't believe, you can't receive. So it is the desire of God that every believer hears. So it means that faith is not an ambition. It's not like you want to be there, you want to become. No, faith, faith, faith is what God says, not what you feel or see. Faith is what God says, not what you feel or see. That's faith. Am I speaking to somebody? Faith is what? What God says, not what you feel or see. That's faith. So it's not about your opinion. Faith is not. Faith is not your opinion. Faith is, is a God affair, not a man affair. Faith is God's, God's mail, not man's mail. So what God says is faith. And what God says is his work. Don't forget the formula. The work of God is the word of God. The word of God is the work of God. So when Jesus Christ said, he said he's the work of God. And he said, if you believe in me, the things I do, you shall do also. Greater things than these you shall do. Why? Because he's the word. He's the work. He's the work. He's awake. He's awake. Am I speaking to somebody in the house? Do my prophets no harm. You are that prophet. <laughs> uh, now let me clear something here. Let me clear something. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 11. Let's, let me clear something here. Let me clear something here. So we are the prophets. 
every believer is the prophets. <laughs> the prophets. He, said, he gave some apostles. And take me to verse. When he ascended on high, he gave some. So Jesus Christ gave five ministries. He gave some apostles. Somebody says some. He gave some apostles and some prophets. And so verse 10. And he had descended in the same also that he ascended up from the above and that he might fill all things. Now let's go. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. The next verse. The next verse. So God gave some. Somebody say some. So hey, the man of God, you are contradictional. Because if we are all prophets, if we are all the anointed one, if we are all the people who have been called, but the Bible says some. So me, I'm not part of. I don't want any trouble, oh man of God. I mean, I don't want any trouble. Oh. Verse 12. Let's see. So he gave some, 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 some. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the defining of the body of Christ. What does it mean? Now, God has called us all into one. Yet he has set leaders and people to facilitate our perfection. Now, the word perfecting is the word... <laughs> Is to mend, to edify, to put in order, to put in order, to put in order, to put in order. There, are, there are two, there are two Greek words for perfect. We have the teleosis, that means to mature, and we have the um um oh, what is this one? Give to what is this one? This one is what? This one is is it? Um, what is, the Greek, what is the Greek word for this one? I know it's edify. I want the Greek word. Uh, help me, help me. There are two Greek words for, 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 um, perfect. To perfect means to, to mature. That's teleosis. We have, that's, so when you hear that walk before me and be perfect. Yeah? You see, people quote scripture in there. Say, the Lord said, called me, walk before me and be perfect. That perfect is not, God before me and be matured. Eh? God before me and grew. It's not like God be perfection. It's not necessarily staying out of sin, which is also part of perfection because as you mature, you stay out of sin. Yeah, catatismos, good. So this one is catatismos. Now, catatismos was a word that was used in the Grecian language to depict a net that is being mended. You see, when the fishermen, when they go for fishing, when they come back, sometimes the net breaks and when they sit down to mend the net, that's what we call catatismos. <laughs> so the reason why god must set some as apostles as prophets as evangelists as teachers and as evangelists to mend the net what is the net the net is the believer so to the the, the, the so these people so my work here as a prophet here now in the prophet as a new testament prophet is to mend you is to make sure that i put you right so that you can do greater so it's like prophets in the New Testament are just course rep of the course. We are all staying the same course, just that I'm the class prophet. <laughs> I'm just the course rep, like your course leader. Or maybe SRC, I'm the SRC president. I'm just the SRC president. So the pastor, the believe, I'm just the SRC president. And because of that, um, I become special. That's why we are not the same, but we are the same. I, we, I don't know whether I get it. We are not the same, but we are the same. Because we are all believers. However, we are not the same. 
that means you have to also be careful how you deal with me how you get it because i have i have greater responsibility how how we get a difference we are not the same but we are the same is it clear is it clear if it's clear tell me it's clear i don't want to go much into that that's not the focus of my teaching later on we'll go into the administration and teach more but how we get it so like the course rep is the same it's also a student the SRC president is also a student um the joe biden is also a citizen the fact that he's a president doesn't mean that he's not a citizen i don't know whether you get, you get it do you get a difference do you get a difference you get a difference so we are the same but we are not the same i hope you get it yeah so we are all the same so we are the believer we are all having the same category just as i'm the course rep just the one to mend you i'm just the one to put you right how you get it uh-huh that's it so you go and you, do, you don't go and stay somewhere and say hey, my pastor you you, you cry, we are the same and all this while you have been chopping posts like that leave the professor let me come and chop the post you'll be a fool <laughs> hallelujah let me conclude so the prophetic is what hearing god the prophetic is hearing the word of god so it means that when you come in contact with any prophet or any prophetic person your faith increases anytime you come in contact with somebody who is prophetic i've already, I've already explained what prophetic is to be prophetic means to carry the spirit to walk in the will of the spirit and every believer carries the spirit it's because you have not matured that is why anyone who comes in contact with the prophet okay the prophet or a prophetic person so in this class it will be like i'm the prophet and you are prophetic pet people do you understand do you get the difference in this class it's like i'm the prophet and you are the prophetic people it doesn't mean that what i do you can't do you can do the what i'm doing just that you know there are extra responsibilities on my head because i am the leader as a prophet i'll get in it like i'm called into the prophet that like that's my office that's my area okay huh is it clear is it clear i don't know whether i'm confusing somebody <laughs> so so it means that anytime anyone comes in contact with the prophet or a prophetic person your faith increases why because you hear more from god yeah you hear more from god your faith increases what you think cannot be possible becomes possible what you think cannot be will be why because god has spoken it don't forget the rule as soon as god speaks he does it he will not do anything until he speaks he will do nothing until he speaks to the prophet his servant so anytime <clears throat> he servants the prophet so we have his servant, the prophetic people, and the prophet, those who are in the office. So, God always speaks to them before he does it. So, anytime you come in contact with somebody who is very prophetic, it means you receive faith. And the more you receive the faith, your quality becomes your quality of receiving. You receive things that people cannot receive. Why? Because you have come to in contact with a prophetic person. Are we in church? So, so long as you are staying away from anyone who is prophetic, it means that you are not receiving, you are you cannot receive. Anytime that you are staying away from someone who is prophetic, it means you can't you cannot have faith, your faith cannot grow because you are not hearing God. That is the reason why you yourself must become prophetic. You yourself must grow to the point where whatever thing you say. So this is some of you, eh? Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. In it, it is only the word of God that is life, okay? Any other voice is death. Hmm. Any other voice is death. Let me tell you. 
some of you you don't know i'm going to i'm going to blow your mind right now can i blow your mind can i blow your mind now listen can, let me can i blow your mind <laughs> somebody say blow my mind <laughs> now listen this is a, this this is what it says now anytime somebody comes to you for an advice okay anytime you want to advise somebody or somebody comes to you for an advice whatever thing you say if it's not god who is saying it you are killing the person because it is only the word of god that is life so in it that is any advice you give to somebody anytime you say something to somebody that is not god saying it you have killed the person anytime you say something that god said you have given the person life that is why you must be able to hear and say that's why you must be able to hear and do so the things you are doing did god ask you to do did you hear god to do the things you are saying did god say it that's it you must become so sensitive and so prophetic to the point where at the spare of moment you can know what will happen at the spare of moment you know what to say that's what the bible said that seize, let your words be seasoned with salt the Bible said that James said that it is difficult to tame the tank. But the only way, the solution to tame the tank is the Spirit of God. The Holy Ghost is the only one who can tame the tank. Because you say what you say. You know what you say and you say it. At the spirit of a moment, you know what will happen. At least at the spirit of time. I say moment. So even if, if between time, moment is, 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 is 10 raised to the power negative. 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. That's moment. One second is one second of 10 raised to the power negative. So when you take one second, you divide one second into 1,000 raised to the 100,000, 10 raised to the power, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. That's a moment. <laughs> so you, you can even divide second into time and moment and know what will happen at any point in time. And see, and you know how to see. So ask yourself, all the advice you have been giving to your child, did God say it? Master, it is not an emotional talk. It's not an intellectual capacity. Faith is God's idea. Faith is God talking. So the things you are saying is it God talking? The whole idea about God for us to, to for Him to come and live in us is for us to do what He wants to do. So the thing God will say, we will say. The things God will do, we will do. We are the prophets. What is the prophet? When we go deeper, you understand. The prophet is the mouthpiece of God. So, we are the mouthpiece of God. We speak God. So, when God is speaking, we are the mouth through which God speaks. When God to God wants to do something, we are the body. We are the expression of God's work. We are the expression of God's work. We express God. We do God. We say God. That's our action. So, you, are, you have to come to the point where you have come to the point where you have, you have grown. That you know what to say. You know what to say. Some of you, you are not prophetic at all. N nothing. The Holy Ghost, you, see, you are carrying the Holy Ghost as a waste. He's, he's even a burden. A burden. And it's very sad. It's very, very sad. Very, very, very sad. Very, very sad. Some of you, there's nothing. The, the whole day, ask me one activity you did that you knew that this one I can beat my chest. I heard God said it. And for this one day, I had God. And for this one day, I'm sure it was God who told me. Some of you are even killing your own life. Anything you do outside God is death. Because life is only found in His word. 
life is only found in his word so anything you do or say that is not the word there's it lacks faith if it's faith if it's, it lacks faith then it is what it is fake <laughs> it is fake because it is god is not in it god didn't say it so you must you must grow you must be empowered spiritually so the more fellowship the more you the more the more god begin to take over your being and begin to do what you are doing so every action you take is god every action you take is god abraham was called a prophet but you didn't you didn't hear abraham saying every prophet prophesy now prophesying is not speaking only prophesying is doing when you are speaking you are prophesying when you are doing you are prophesying so the, the, despite of you it's the see it's the, that's that's who we are yeah we are we that is what that is the kind of person we are we are the mouthpiece we are the expression what do you say to your friend when your husband is sick what do you say what how do you advise some of you you can anything you do is outside you have never done anything you have never said anything some of you the devil can just your feeling can just push you hey some of you can do things who like you feel like doing anything just do you are a fool excuse me to say why because foolish people does not work in the work of god you despise the presence of god that's what you are doing you must be prophetic hey prophetic <laughs> hallelujah there's somebody in the house I'm, I'm 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 igniting your heart that there's something you have not been doing all this your life when you set your children down what do you say to them when you set your husband down what do you say to them it's not about emotions who it's not about what you feel when you when your girlfriend calls you when your boyfriend calls you what do you say what do you say if even you yourself you are struggling how much more you helping somebody some of you that if if not for the message of god some of you would have end somebody would have died you don't even know that the car you are going to take it will land in an accident how, how believers are dying like chicken chicken you eat food you are not supposed to eat you go where you're not supposed to go no wonder the, the, the guy raped you now ah, he will rape you he will he will rape you you are not you are not that prophetic to know that that nice guy standing there that said come to my house who will sleep with you you don't even know so he went gra, 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 gra. oh he's, he went there you started bible studies you held your hand let us pray hey this man hey after this man he's so nice he's so uh, wow such a spiritual person you don't know that all the tongues will end in touch my hair touch my hair touch my hair touch my hair oh touch my hair oh touch my hair oh touch my hair oh touch my hair you pray in tongues before you realize touch my hair touch my down touch my head touch my body touch my hood touch my hood touch my hair touch my baby touch my hair hey tell somebody you must be prophetic <laughs> you must be prophetic you must be prophetic you must be prophetic hey so, uh, sister lori says so is you you're doing touch my here touch my day hey, a man of god me i didn't know me when he went, me, i didn't know that me i was even surprised I, I was even surprised i didn't see what happened though me i didn't even see i was you are not i would you are not serious 
you didn't it's good it's true you didn't see because you you are weak you are not empowered you need empowerment tell someone that you need empowerment you need empowerment you need empowerment hey man i didn't see it too me i didn't before i realized hey you realize if i realize you can't even see you can't even see you can't even see sometimes you can be sitting down you can perceive that no in the next three minutes this is what is going to happen they say honey please my mom is calling me to come and cook for, uh, for her can i go I say yes you can go and one no, no, no the case is solved by you you can't hear the guy too cannot hear you you when you frater you are so frater your 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 girl too cannot hear two blind people dating oh my god what a pity in heaven the the lady is blind the the, the guy is blind you, you are blind your husband is blind blind children mother blind father blind children blind some of you are going from you are going from blind houses to do all, uh, donation you have left your own house you have been forgotten that you too you are blind <laughs> start from your house start eh? start anytime you want to go and visit any blind person start from you because you, you are too blind you are too blind you can't see anything you can't hear anything you can't hear anything that's why you are not empowered because the voice of god brings an empowerment look at the people i prophesied to ah, can you testify it's like some it's like something has come into you it's like there's this there's this power am i lying am i lying when you receive a prophecy it's like it's like something has it's like some energy be something maybe book round <laughs> that's a tree something puts you on inside it puts you on inside it says yes this is god talking something that something happens something begin to work on your inside it's like you are full of strength that is it that's it that's it that's it so every time you speak and it's not god speaking you are bringing distraction so if the voice of god brings peace it means your voice will bring conflict some of you when we call you for advice you even confuse us the more eh, and for my husband when he's in need of something he doesn't come here why should he talk to you because anything you say doesn't make sense i mean it's not spiritually sensible it's not, there is nothing you are saying. It is not. Hey, me for this boy there. Ever since we dated, everything he will talk to the mother. Everything he will talk to the mother. He should talk to your mother. He should talk to your mother. He should talk to your mother. You, you, you can't say that. You can't hear. You can't see. You can't hear anything. You can't hear anything. May may your eyes be opened. How can you follow a God you can't hear? When you give birth, my time is up. Let, let me wrap up. Now listen. When you give birth to a child and the child cannot hear what the mother is saying, what do we do? We call the child abnormal. We need to send the child for surgery. Eh? We do surgery to the child so that the child can hear. Because it is, it is an abnormality for a child not to hear. In the same way, it is abnormal for you to hear your father. You can't hear your father talk to you. We need to perform surgery on you. You are you are you are infirmed. You it is an abnormal. Are there some abnormal people in the house? <laughs> abnormal. You need spiritual surgery. 
abnormal people. So no wonder you do crazy. Everything you do is crazy. Sometimes you do something and the angel will stand there and say, ah. Then you open them out. Ah. <laughs> you bah. The whole you. Even me, the angel, I won't do this. Me, I don't carry the Holy Ghost because I won't do this. Some of you do things that God have to stand up. He say, hey, what have you done? Ah. Like, like how? You can't see anything. You can't hear anything. How can you follow a God you can't hear? How can you please a God you can't hear? Hey. Then how can you walk? How can you be empowered? You shock God, Charlie. God is surprised. I say, ah. It's like, it's like you are watching a football, eh? And the way you see, you see, like, you see that this one is goal. Then this guy, this guy will kick the ball over the bar. You see the way you stand up. I say, ah. That's the same thing. Some of you, that's what every day God will stand up and do. Ah. Every morning. Ah. Every afternoon. Ah. Every evening. Ah. So you, you and God are doing. Ah. Mm, ah. Mm, ah. Yeah, yeah, just God is we're always surprising God. Because there's nothing you are doing. There's nothing you are saying that makes sense in the spirit. The level of your faith determines what you receive. And what you receive and what you hear determines your faith. Have you heard God this morning? Have you heard God this morning? Have you seen God? He said, What I see my father do, that's what I do. What are you doing? What you are doing is is it what God is doing? Anything you do that is not in God, it is irrelevant. It is a trash. It is death. We'll throw it away. Anything that you do, eh, that is not what God says. It is death. God will throw it away. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, you can do it all your heart and your mind. God will come and say, me, I don't know. That's what the Bible said, you casted demons, you casted those things, you casted, I know you not. For you fulfill the will of the devil. That's it. There's nothing some of you do that is the spirit. You see the last time when I was prophesying to somebody, I entered into the house, I entered into the kitchen, I entered into the bathroom, I entered into the, the washroom, I entered into the bathhouse, I entered into the kitchen, I entered, I entered into the fridge, I entered, I opened the fridge, I saw a bowl, round bowl, and there was contemporary inside. I entered, I opened the bowl, I saw contemporary. Somebody said, You enter. That's the same thing. So, when, when you begin to move, now the reason why sometimes God allows me to prophesy that way is to teach you something that you are not paying attention to. Some of you think that the only time you need, you need to engage God is when you are going to marry. So, when it comes to your marriage decision, you pray that you want to hear God. When it comes to, um, when you are going to preach, hey, that one is the obvious example. When you are going to preach, you know that for me, this one I'm going to hear, I have to hear God before I do it. But the basic, basic activities of God, as activities of man, we don't involve God in it. That's why sometimes when I'm prophesying, God will be picking issues like that. So that, that, that day, I picked the lady's cream. I said, ah, you this cream? I, this, I've seen a long thing, cream, a lotion, this and this and this. I, do, I give it to him. He said, yes, yes, yes. He said, huh, this cream, you were told to destroy it. He said, yes. So why didn't you do it? So he, she is keeping the cream she should have destroyed. So you see, she's shocking God. God will do it. He said, ah! She is killing herself. Because anytime you don't obey the word, you kill, you bring death. Disobedience is death. That which brings death is disobedience. And, you, and so long as you are not hearing, you need to keep on disobeying. That's it. 
that's sometimes when i'm prophesying i'll be i'll enter into your bedroom i'll enter into your 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 book i'll enter into your class i'll enter into your your bed as i'm prophesying i can enter can i enter i enter everywhere you enter 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 your bedroom enter your kitchen enter i can enter your food your shoe enter into the food you use enter into time enter into everything i will enter yeah you to enter enter into everything enter into 2 a.m 5 a.m 6 a.m yesterday when i was prophesying to the lady about the headache you see you saw like about the lady who was having the the urinary system i hope you were there i entered into a time 2 42 p.m i entered i entered into the time and i saw that she was urinating and when she was urinating she was having pain i saw it so you see some of these things are not things that are relevant why would the spirit of god review when somebody is urinating to a man for what urination for what but the reason why God would show that thing to me is to let you know that everything you do, every single activity of your life is something he's interested in and it's something he wants to influence. It's something. It's something. That's why anytime you meet a prophet, the person can give you specific. You be doing, you are there, you are doing forensic, maintenance, ontonsic, frankensic, zulentic, prophesy, oh, what a prophet. Dito, dito. Moko moko, body body. You do all you are giving the fans. What you don't know that you are instead of you learning, you are giving fans forensic. Wow, powerful. Hey, oh you d oh you mu oh you see oh you d oh you z when you want you you must learn. Why is this prophet picking details like that? God is trying to let you know that every single thing about your life is something I'm interested in, and I'm putting them together. To call it a prophecy. The shoe you are wearing. Are you sure God is doing ah? Or God is clapping? The clothes you are wearing. The food you are eating. Some of you eat food you are not supposed to eat. Visit people you are not supposed to visit. Do things you are not supposed to do. How can you pick a car from one town to another town? How? Like how? You are just there. I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling sad. Me, I don't know anything. I don't, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't know anything to do than to pick a car from one town to another town, enter into a, bed, a guy's room. What do I expecting? You come and dance you and buff you. If I know scholarship, if I know whole match, whole match, you don't listen to God in anything. Spower is what is you. No, you don't you have not heard god in anything everything you're feeling everything you're feeling and i mean i feel like and i you have never said that i i i, I feel in my heart god is teaching me to do this oh me i feel like enemy i feel like enemy i feel like enemy i feel like enemy i feel like everything you feel everything you feel you feel and feel and feel and feel my dear you have to be prophetic because your place of prophetic is your place of empowerment your place of prophetic determines how fellowshipping you are with the spirit. Because you can only hear the spirit when you are fellowshipping. You can only hear the spirit when you are fellowshipping. So anyone who is not prophetic is not fellowshipping. Because anyone who fellowship walks in the will of the spirit, fulfills the spirit of the uh, fulfills the way the desire of the, uh, the spirit. Anyone who is very prophetic walks in total dominion because everything he does, God is in charge. That's it. That's it. That's it. Can you hear God? Can you see God? Can you see what God is doing? Can you hear God in any time? The exams you are going to write, have you heard God? As you are writing the exams, 
can you see god can you see the answers that <laughs> the exams you are going to write can you hear the work you are going to do this morning or this afternoon this evening have you heard god what has god said everything concerning your life has been spoken what has god said what has god said what has god said i pray for somebody in the house that may the spirit of the lord which is in you ignite you and open your eyes into the prophetic may everything that concerns your life be the fulfillment of what god wants i pray for somebody that may you be an emblem of the spirit may you be an emblem of fellowship when somebody is in trouble the person comes to you some of you when we are in trouble we can't even call you because anything you say is flesh from kangaroo to kangaroo you don't you don't you don't make one statement that is even god saying it everything even a donkey head god donkey donkey you donkey you don't don't worry this evening we'll go deeper we'll talk about the people who had god you you are a human being you can't hear god donkeys even here right donkey or donkey donkey so you see you have you have reduced yourself even below a donkey the minimum point for prophetic people is a donkey you, you are a human being filled with the holy ghost hey why who have to fear and let me tell you one last thing anyone who does not walk in the place of the spirit fear the person there's only one person you have to fear that's person the person is the destroyer the person is is a thief he's a destroyer he's like such a lady if you marry such a lady your home will be destroyed there are some people they cannot perceive anything no one even her own life she can't perceive how can the life of the children and you your life you will fail any advice she gives you is fact any advice she gives you is emotion she can't perceive the spirit one bit such a lady if you marry the person you are in trouble you will die before your time because the day that you told her that honey i'm going for that trip she couldn't see that you're going to have an accident and you two are blind at least if you are blind and your partner is can see at least it's better she can help you that hey step here don't step here but you are blind and you're also going to marry somebody who is blind hey and you're some that is why you buried your mother that is why you buried your father that is why you buried that sister that's why your husband is going to die is that right i remember that there was a time i went to a station i was going to pick a car to cape coast master i when i got there hey i saw blood around the car i'm ending you know, i saw blood around the car this uh, this thing i gave it hey blood oh master blood hey i was the last person to they were shouting hey ah you sit down we have been waiting you see the way they will some of you will talk we have been waiting for you uh-huh. Luke chapter 6 verse 39 he said he's and he spake a parable unto them can the blind lead the blind shall they not both fall into the ditch a blind is leading the blind you are a father you are a husband you in the evening will talk about that there are men in the house you must see the woman too, you must see otherwise you'll be a stupid father because you can't hear you don't even know the destiny of your child no wonder you impose courses and programs upon your people. Me, I didn't become a carpenter, so become a carpenter. I wanted to do a, I wanted to do a doctor. I wanted to become a doctor. I couldn't do it, so become. That's why you do the way you do. For you to say, hey, my son, you, me, I, those of you know me. I every before before my child will come, I know where you are going. I, I mean, I prophesy about the school my child will go. My, my, I, I, I prophesy about where she will live. I prophesy about the day. I prophesy about the date. I prophesy about everything. It cannot miss, sir. 
So when I go to the station, they, you, you see the way the women they will behave. Hey, hurry up and sit there. We have waited. Ah. In fact, you are the one we are waiting for. I say, please, I'm not the one. No. I'm not the one. I am not the one. <laughs> I am not the one. This car, I'm not the one. I say, oh, ah. remember this now. These guys who have come nowadays, yeah, they are very, they are very something. Oh, sit in the car and let's go. Missing me, please. I'm not going to Cape Coast. I'm going to Abuakwa. I came to the wrong station. I have to go to another station to pick a car. Sit in the car, sit in the car. So I was there and one lady came. Said, hey, sit in the car. After that guy, leave him. Leave him. Hey, they didn't know they were going to die. I picked the next car. I don't want to die. Some of you will die by heart. I picked the next car. When we went, one hour after our drive, we, we went to see that the car had an accident. Everybody died except the driver. Everybody died, including the lady who came last. Died. The driver lived. Uh -huh. Everybody died. I said, when I saw that car, I said, me, Douglas, die here. Never. Die here, never. May something happen to you as I'm speaking right now. I said that anytime you come in contact with a prophetic person, there's an impartation. May the Lord open you up to realities. May the Lord open your spirit up. Before we meet in the next session, I want you to, when you go, engage God throughout the day. The Father, teach my ways, order my step. Let everything I do, open my eyes, open my ear. God, I cannot serve you if I can't hear you. Open my eyes, let me see, let me know what you are doing, so that I can also do it. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. I know I've taken your time, eh? but forgive me. I've taken about 11 minutes of your time. Forgive me. Yeah, forgive me. Forgive me. How to how to lay foundations? I've not still touched my topic. Yeah, that's my. This is my area. If I start teaching this, you will run away. Uh, I've not still touched my notes. Yeah, I've not still touched my notes. These are all introduction. I'm giving you background. Uh, we'll go deeper. We'll go deeper. Uh, so you have to be calm because it will it will make things very easy. So, God bless you so much for coming around. Um, God bless you so much for coming it's been a wonderful time so i want you to know that we are in the season of empowerment and god has released grace upon somebody hallelujah if you are blessed somebody say i am blessed i am blessed the place of the prophetic very very important so we'll meet again in our lunch time 12 p.m gmt to 1 p.m gmt so that we engage god in prayer hallelujah then we also have our the word for empowerment part five the place of the prophetic past three you also have it in the um 6 30 6 p.m sorry 6 p.m gmt to 8 p.m gmt then we'll have our covenant session 12 o'clock a.m gmt to 1 o'clock a.m gmt so that's what we are doing for the season so i want you to partake in it and be join and i and be engaging note the time don't come late don't come late make sure that you engage the time and i know that in the course of the day you're going to receive a lot from god the lord bless you so much the lord open your eye to the realities of his spirit may you receive more of him even in jesus name amen if you are there you want to be part of what god is doing you are saying man of god you have spoken to me i want to hear god i want to have an encounter with god some of these encounters cannot begin you can never hear a God you cannot see. So this God has made himself visible in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So for you to 
be able to the voice the first hearing is hearing the gospel the first hearing is hearing the voice of god the first hearing is hearing salvation if you are there as a man of god i want to give my life to jesus i want you to put your right hand on your chest and say with me say lord jesus i accept you as my lord and personal savior i know you died for me and resurrected and you have given me life thank you for dying for me thanking i received the gift of the spirit even into my heart in jesus name amen god bless you so much if you have prayed this prayer the lord has come into your heart you are new you are a born again person you are now a believer you now have the spirit of god resident on your inside if you are not having the spirit of god you are dead because the spirit of god is life yeah so now you are living you have life god bless you so much yeah so you have, if you are there to maybe you're having issues healing within the next second i want you to place your hand at where you are father release your voice of healing your voice of miracle your voice of breakthrough to somebody in this house may somebody testify in jesus name amen god bless you too for being part of us my dear i mean god bless you as i said if you want to also stay in touch with the ministry whatever you are maybe after listening to the message you can comment it you can comment the message with your whatsapp number administrators will pick it and add you or if you are listening to us and you want to be part of the ministry and let god groom you into what he's doing too we are there we are there to help you that's my work our work is to mend the net somebody say mend the net so maybe you are there you want to be mended i know that by the grace of god god will help us to do it the lord bless you so much enjoy the day rest of the day full of the prophetic in jesus name amen god bless you bye bye